If you have your Bible, send with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7. Tonight I want to be, I want to speak on tonight something that is very dear to me. Something that's been a part of my life, something that I would never let go. And the reason I would never let go is because I know what this does for me. Amen. Tonight I want to speak on prayer. And how many know that that is a very important part of a Christian's life? It's prayer. Now, I want to ask you a question is, do you have a prayer life? Don't raise your hand. But the question I want to ask tonight is, do you have a prayer life? Do you pray? Do you seek God? Do you ask God? Does everybody have it? The book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, and the word declares, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Amen? Amen. How, many, how many believe that this evening? Amen. How many of you believe that if you ask, it will be given to you? Amen. That if you seek, you're going to find it. That if you knock, that door is going to be open to you. I, I declare that this evening. Amen. Amen? You may be seated this morning. This evening. Prayer is something that's very important to a, a Christian's life. Amen? Amen? We need prayer. Amen? Amen? Prayer is asking and receiving. How many of you believe that this, this evening? Amen. This is praying according to the will of God. Amen? Prayer is looking, seeking, and finding this is prayer that from the unknown will of God. That means that we pray and find and that we will ask God and he will meet our needs. Amen. How many of you believe that this evening? How many believe that God's going to meet your needs this evening? How many believe, how many, I, say, I, I, I know that we're in the middle of the week. But how many have enough faith in God that he's going to meet you all the way till Sunday? How many believe that he's going to meet you all the way till next Wednesday? How many believe that he's going to meet you till next Sunday? See, he's always there. Amen. He's going to meet your need. But church, it is, it is very important that we get into prayer. Amen. We think we know the will of God, but the door sometimes seems to be closed. So we continue to pray until it opens. This is a miracle-working prayer. See, God has given me the opportunity to pray for people all the time. Whatever situation it might be, God has given me the opportunity to pray for someone. And that's something that I don't take lightly. Because many times I've prayed for people that have been sick with certain diseases, certain things that they might be going through, certain struggles. But when I pray, I pray with the faith that God has given me, knowing that God's going to come forth and he's going to answer those prayers. Amen? Amen? See, one thing that when I pray all the time, I come in faith with them. I say, Lord, let my faith come entwined with their faith. Amen? Amen? 
Many times, church, we give up on our prayers. Many times we're there seeking and we're asking and, and we're knocking, but nothing's happening. And many times, how many times have we lost that opportunity that God is speaking to us, but yet we're not listening? And many times the opportunity has passed you on by. Why? Because we get so caught up that God is not working, that he's not answering, so why keep on praying for it? How many of you are here because of a prayer? I know I'm here because of a prayer. So church, this evening, don't stop praying for your prayers. Don't give up. Don't throw, don't throw in the towel. Somebody once told me this, and, 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 I, and, and I love this, love this because he says, the only way you're going to throw in the towel is if only you're going to pick up another one and keep on going forward. And that has always stuck with me. A lot of times we just throw it in. Because why? Because, it's, you know, it's, it's like, God, you're not answering, so why keep on praying? And sometimes we get blinded by that, that we think that, you know what, because God didn't answer this prayer, why is he going to answer this one? Church, why do you give up? Amen? Important point, if you're taking notes tonight, there are six points that I want to talk about this evening. These are important points about prayer. Amen? All prayers should be, number one, in faith. How many have faith this evening? Amen? In the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 24, the word of the Lord declares, Therefore, I say to you, all things of which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them. And they will be grant you. How many believe that scripture this evening? Amen. Amen. So one, we have to have faith in God. We have to have a clarity of our faith in God. Amen. Amen. Many times you've heard that scripture, there can be a mountain in front of you. Amen. How many of you have faced mountains before that are in front of you? And sometimes that mountain might be bigger than you. But let me tell you one thing, it's not bigger than the God that you serve. How many believe that? Yeah, I got faith in God. I know what God can do. Amen. And some of those mountains, it may be hard to climb sometimes. But I tell you one thing. If you keep on serving God, you're going to get over that mountain. And you're going to conquer that mountain. Amen. Amen. Point number two. We need to pray in the spirit. In the spirit of God. Amen. Jude. Verse 20 says, but you, beloved, build yourself upon the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. A couple weeks ago, I went to the hospital to go pray for someone. And I, I ran into someone who's dear to me. And we sure did pray inside that elevator. And whoever was in that elevator said, man, can you pray for me? I said, sure we can. I will pray for you. Because everywhere you go, church, you got to remember, you, you establish the presence of God. You establish his presence. Amen. So you must pray in the spirit. 
in the spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God is in this place right now. You know, this day, the Lord brought something back to memory. And I, I remember several years back, we were having a Wednesday service. And, and I don't know why he's, he's making me, allowing me to remember this, but I remember that the, the, after the preaching, the worship was going on, and, and somebody notified pastor, and he went upstairs, and the Holy Spirit came down in one of the classrooms, and all the young kids there started speaking unknown tongues. See, I don't know if some of you remember that or not, but, but lately the Lord's been bringing things back to mind. And you need to ask something, Lord, in your prayers, bring back things to memory that the enemy has taken from me or has tried to blind me from, from seeing. Church, the surgery is worth it. These songs that we've been singing here in church have been great, awesome. I said, Lord, if you're going to do that, do it again. Because I want to see this generation speaking on known tongues. Sometimes I stand outside right over there, and I see all these little, little kids coming in. And I'm shaking the hand, but yet I'm praying for them. I say, Lord, turn this young man into a preacher one of these days. Lord, turn this young girl into a woman of faith. And she will not be moved. Those have been my prayers for these young these young kids that come in here. Because why? Because they're the next generation. And church, we have to intercede for them. We have to speak blessings upon them. We have to pray for them. Why? Because the enemy is out to attack and destroy this generation. Is he not? But God is in control of every situation. Church, you must pray in the spirit. Point number three, pray to our heavenly father who is in heaven. Amen. John chapter 15 verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would bear fruit and that your fruit will remain so that whatever you ask of the father in my name, it will be given to you. Not any other name but the name of Jesus. We ain't going to mention the other name here, but we mention the name of Jesus here. Probably because it's Jesus that establishes the presence of the living God in this place. Amen. Point number four. In the name of the Son of God. Amen. How many believe that? Point number five, we need to pray limitless. What do you mean by limitless? Don't stop praying. You know, when I have a lot of these conversations with the people, I say, why do you start praying? Well, I don't, I don't know. You eat every day? Sure do. Then you pray every day then. It's simple. It's simple. We need to pray every day. We need, we need to continue to pray. Continue, I mean, if, 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 if some of you come on, on, on Wednesdays, there, there was five main things that we pray for every Wednesday. We pray for five 
main things every Wednesday. Why? Because we got to continue to pray for these things. Because if you want things to come to pass, you need to continue to pray for them. And come in agreement and, and, and believe in the Lord that he's going to come through. That he's going to answer these prayers. Now that we not get sidetracked. Amen. Point number six, according to the will of God. We need to pray according to the will of God. First John chapter 5, verse 14 says, This is confidence which you have before him, that if you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. I asked you before I started to preach, how many of you pray? How many of you continue to pray? I know, there's, I know that there's, there's several times that, that I wake up in all the middle of the night. It's because God wants to spend time with me. And church, don't ignore those times. I, I, know, that, I know that everybody here has a schedule that you go by, your work. Attending to your children, whatever you do. But always make time to seek God. There's been many times that many of my, my, my sermons have come from, the, from early in the morning. But I get up. Because he wants to spend time with me. It's awesome, church, when he calls you beloved. He calls you his own. He says, son, I want to spend time with you. Daughter, I want to spend time with you. Church, do not ignore that. Don't ignore those times. I know many times some of us here might have a thing called a lazy boy at the house, a recliner. Because I know many times I sit on that thing and I, I don't feel like praying. Sometimes I start praying and I end up falling asleep. But church, pray. And seek God according to the will of God. According to the will of God. What is the will of God for your life? Have you asked Jesus, God, what is your will for my life? What have you called me to do? You know, when I was sitting back over here, the Lord spoke to me. He goes, you know, many times do people ask me and I answer, but they don't respond. Because many times I'm knocking and I open the door, but nobody's there. I said, Lord, I don't want to be that person, God. Lord, I want to be in your presence, God. I want to speak to you. I want you to speak to me. I want to have that conversation with you. Amen. Amen. A lot of times people, when I, when I speak to people... They said, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to ask God. I don't know how to talk to God. I said, brother, the way I'm talking to you is the way I speak to God. He was like, well, you don't go into all these other. I said, no, I don't. I said, Lord, Jesus, I'm right here, Lord. I want to speak to you right now. And I told him, I was like, you know, many times, church, you can pray standing up. How many of you pray standing up sometimes? How many of you pray with your arms lifted up? 
How many pray sometimes sitting down? How many sometimes you pray when you're on your knees before God? See, there's all different positions of how you can pray and how you, you know, a lot of people say, well, I always got to be on my knees. Church, I've been flat on my face before God and he comes fills me with his presence. I've been lifting my hands, lifted up and I'm seeking him and he fills me up. I'm standing and I'm, I'm sitting down on one of the two, whatever I'm doing, and I start talking to him. And he comes and fills me. See, church, you're asking, but you're not receiving. And you need to learn to receive God's word. I mean, but many times, church, it might not be the word that you want to hear, but it's going to benefit your life. It's going to benefit your walk with God. Well, Lord, that's not what I asked for. God says, well, I know what you need. A lot of times we ask God for certain things. God says, you don't need that right now. God says, what you need is a touch from me. And I guarantee you, church, when you have a touch from the living God, your life will never be the same. Your walk will never be the same. Amen. You stand in the presence of God. Amen. How many are you receiving this evening? Amen. How many ever prayed with your eyes lifted up to heaven? How many ever prayed with you bowing down to God? How many ever prayed on your face, on your face before God? How many ever prayed between your knees? All different ways you can pray to seek God. Somebody told me I, I can't pray because I'm laying down. You sure you can? You can pray and seek God. Many, there's many places that the Bible talks about where people prayed. Amen? The Bible gives us some good examples of where people prayed at. Judith prayed during a battle, a war. Amen? There are Christians, there are Christian lives in a spiritual warfare that demands prayer for victory. This victory demands for you to pray. Amen. There's going to be some battles that you're going to face. That you're going to have to be on your face before God. Because the enemy is going to be attacking you. Attacking you. And attacking you. The enemy knows your thoughts. Today I had a conversation with one of my brothers in Christ. And I told him, you know what? We don't all battle the same things. Because there's some times in my life where I'm strong in this area and you might be weak in this area. Are there many times that I'm weak in this area and you're strong in this area? That we can help out one another. Because how many know that we need one another? How many know that we need each other's prayers? Amen. We need each other's prayers. Judith prayed during a battle, a war. Amen. Elijah Prayed in a cave. Amen. Jonah prayed in the belly of a fish. He was running from God's call. Amen. Don't run from God's call. So you guys that like to go fishing, be careful. Amen. Don't run from God's call. Amen. Paul and Silas prayed 
in prison. Amen. Two thieves prayed next to Jesus. Amen. So these are some examples, church, of where people have prayed. So tonight we don't have an excuse that why we cannot pray. Amen. Samson prayed between two pillars. Ask the Lord to forgive him. So church, any opportunity that God has given you to pray and to seek him, take advantage of that. Amen. Amen. How many of you want to see God's glory in your life? Huh? How many of you want to see that your family changed? How many declare that your sons and your daughters are saved? How many declare that your mom and, father, your mom and dad are saved? I can't believe for you. And I can't pray for you. You need to pray those prayers. I can come in agreement with you, but those prayers have to come from you. How many of you want to see his kingdom come? I just don't want to see it. Sing it. I want to see it with my own eyes. Amen. What you need to learn from, it, from this is that you can pray anywhere, at any time. Amen. Pray anywhere, anytime. So if you're in the, inside the grocery store, you can pray and seek God. Amen. If you're in the hospital, you can seek God and pray. Amen. If you're at your job, you can pray and seek him. Amen. No matter where you go, his presence is going to be there. Amen. This evening, there are certain things that can prevent these prayers from happening. Amen. Unconfessed sin can hinder one of your prayers. Unconfessed sin. Selfish desires can hinder your prayer, the move of God. An unforgiving spirit can hinder your walk with God. Not abiding in Christ can hinder your prayer. A lack of faith can hinder your prayers. Amen. Now, when I was studying this, the Lord dealt with me. I said, Lord, how can I speak on some of this stuff yet? Because before I come up here, I make sure that everything is in check, that everything's in line. Because I cannot preach something if I don't practice it. Amen. Unconfessed sin. Selfish desires, an unforgiving spirit, not abiding in Christ, and a lack of faith can hinder your prayers this evening, church. It can hinder your walk with God. But church, there is power in prayer. Amen? Prayer has the power to show us, to show ourselves and our needs. Amen? Amen? Prayer has the power to keep us going in the right direction. 
Prayer has the power to control our tongues. Amen. Because how many know sometimes that tongue can go crazy sometimes? I mean, a lot of times we want to might back and say something, lash back and say something. Say, Lord, tame my tongue, Lord. Be careful what you say. Amen. Prayer has the power to bring wisdom. Amen. Prayer has the power to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Prayer has the power to help us see great things in the Word of God. Amen. Prayer has the power to reclaim the fallen Christian brother. Amen. I've been praying for that. A lot of people I haven't seen in church in a while. A lot of people sometimes tend to ignore me sometimes when I see them. But you know what? It's the love of God. Because I want to share the love of God with these people. Amen. How many of you love your family? Church, pray for them. Amen. Prayer has the power to supply all our needs. Amen. According to his riches and his glory. He has the power to do everything that he needs. But church, the thing is, tonight we have to put into our, our hearts and our minds that we need to seek God. Church, if, if, if you're not aware, I, I, I want to I make you aware this evening that we are living in the last days. And a lot of things are happening across this world. If you, if, if you have the, t- if you, I mean, I know some, a lot of you, sometimes you have time and you turn on that, that thing called the television. A lot of times we spend more time in front of that than we do in the word of God. But sometimes we turn on that television and you, and you see the news, you see what's happening. We are living in the end times church. And some of you might say, well, I've been hearing that since I was young. But church, the word of God is not old news, it's good news. Amen. And I believe that now is the time for us to draw closer to God and asking God. But church, you know why? Because I still have family who does not know God. And I, and I need them to come to know God. Church, you have family that needs to come to know God. But church, don't give up on your prayers. Even though you might not see it yet, keep on. Keep on asking God. Say, Lord, give me wisdom to see these things come to pass. Keep on speaking these things over your children for them to come to pass. Keep on calling that man of God, that woman of God. If they're not serving God, keep on praying for them. Keep on talking to them about Jesus. You know, when I share the love of God with somebody, there are two things, they can receive it or reject it. Only two things that can happen. But majority of the time that when I, when, I, when I share the love of God is that people are wanting to know who this Jesus is. And they say, man, I, I've been living a whole life of knowing about this Jesus but never had an encounter with this Jesus. And I tell you one thing, when they have an encounter with Jesus, their life is never the same. Things change forever. When I had an encounter with Jesus, my life has never been the same. 
Church is not boring to me. Church is fun. I love church. I love coming to the house of God. You have to have that desire, the, the, the desire to serve God, the desire to love God, the desire to see people get saved. One of, one of our first things that we pray for is 10 new converts every Sunday morning. Has it come in the past? Yes, it is. Why? Because we're coming in agreement and we're praying about these things. Now, church, I urge you that on, on a Wednesday, I, I know, some, like I said, I, I know that you have schedules. But every Wednesday, we have prayer here at the church. And I tell you one thing. Sometimes there might just be a couple of us. But when we gather hands together and we start praying about certain things, then something starts to happen. When you make his presence known, things start to happen. Things start to change around you. People don't see you how you used to be. They say, there's something about this brother, there's something about this sister. Church, it's important that you walk in the will of God. According to the will of God. And I know that sometimes our, our spiritual walks, a lot of things come in between. Things can happen. You might be walking with God and, you, and there's a brother that's, that's walking with you or a sister walking with you. And you notice that you keep on going but they stay behind. Don't worry about that person. God gots that person. You just keep your focus on where God is taking you and what God is doing in your life. Because if we start focusing on everybody else's problems and everybody else's things, we're never going to accomplish what God has for our life. We won't accomplish it. Why? I'm reminded of the story of Martha and Mary. Martha was all occupied with everything else when Jesus showed up. But Mary was at his chest, at his feet. Because she knew where she needed to be. And many times, church, we get occupied with everything else around us that we lose focus on Jesus. But tonight, church, I pray that you make your way, your way back to him. I pray tonight that your heart would be in tune with his. That your mind would be in tune with his. That his word would constantly be upon your mouth. I pray tonight that God will give some of you dreams. Dreams that will shake this earth. How many of you believe that this evening? A lot of times people say, you know what, God can't use me because of where I've come from. You don't know my background. If God can use, Jesus can use all his disciples that did everything against him. How much more us are in his children that he can use. I pray tonight, church, that you will return to your first love which is Jesus. Let's all stand up this evening.
Lord God, Lord God. I don't, I said I don't know everyone's situation. And I I will never know everyone's situation. But at tonight, like I said, my prayer is tonight that you make your way back to the things of God. And tonight I'm going to open up this altar tonight. And I pray tonight that while you come to this altar that if there's things that you need to get right between you and God that is keeping you. Like I said, there was, there's things that might keep us from, 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 from receiving what God has for us. But my prayer tonight is that you make your way back to the things of God.